0: Hey, what's up? It's Alex. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need To make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: Doing. It's something we're all about do things this holiday season because otherwise you're stuck inside with your family. So committing to a multi-month DIY project is a great way to avoid committing to them. Nothing beats the smell of paint fumes and wood shavings to keep your kids away from that room you've been renovating since back in March. The man cave isn't going to build itself, So it's time to turn up that toxic masculinity dial up to a thousand and drive your lifted Dodge Ram down here to Home Depot and pick out some nice hard wood. Or compare similar color swatches and pretend you see the difference between them. Build some shit during this pandemic, build lots of shit. Or just come for the really nice smell that my mom always really complains about but it's honestly super nice. Home Depot, do it. Because that's what men do. Ladies and gentlemen, The
0: Short News with your host, pound middle
2: What
0: is up? My fellow Americans, and also a big shout out to a small village in Ghana for being the only place in Africa where this podcast is listened to. This is the Short News Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Mador, a college student who makes music but also hates politicians. Not that those things haven't gone hand in hand before. We have a big show ahead for you today. There's a lot going on in our world that needs to be discussed. First off, sorry, I'm I'm having trouble today. Thank you for listening to me complain about my mental health last episode. I'm sorry for going on and on like that. I, I really just needed to be honest about these things. Otherwise, I'm afraid people will be mad that the episodes sometimes aren't the best. But you don't come here to listen to me bitch about my personal issues. You come here to listen to me bitch about other people's issues. And how those issues affect our own issues. So can, can we, um, first off, can we talk about the, the crypto rush for a second? It's like the gold rush right now, but digital. There's so much activity in the cryptocurrency world right now. I want to get into it so badly, but the gas fees on Ethereum are ridiculous these days. Because everyone's getting in on it. There are these things called NFTs non-fungible tokens. They're essentially digital collectibles that have actual worth, value, like the same way a baseball card or a work of art does. But unfortunately, I'm not a wealthy man. It's kind of a luxury to be able to participate in the crypto boom. Or you have to at least be willing to make that investment and skip a couple meals or something. I don't know. I'm on this site called OpenSea.io every day checking out all the digital art that's on there, and I bought a painting recently. It's really trippy. I can post a picture of it at some point, and I'll shout out the artist. I, I have it as my phone background now. It's that good. I have my own interpretation of it, but I hope to one day speak to the guy who made it and ask him what it means to him. Visual art is really interesting to me because I know nothing about how to make it. I can't paint or draw. The only visual art I'm decent at is photography and photo editing, but even with that, I'm not great. So I have a lot of appreciation for people's art. I try my best to interpret the meaning. And I used to go to the Museum of Modern Art with my mom when I was a teenager now, I'd interpreted all the art for her, and that's pretty much how she found out that I was using drugs. I was just too good at interpreting abstract shit. So, crypto art is something that really speaks to me as something that feels worth it. Because it's not like you're just getting a copy of something, there's a limited quantity of that release, or only one of them. So you actually own the art and can, like, hold on to it or trade it, do whatever you want with it, put on a shirt, masturbate to it. They're, I don't know, man. But, yeah, the, sh- the shirt thing, there's some sites that do that. They convert your uh, crypto art into clothing and mugs, which is something I might do in the future. Another um, crypto collectible or NFT that's gaining a lot of popularity right now is Crypto Kitties. From the outside, it seems ridiculous, but I promise you, once you look into it and go to the site and do the Kitty Academy to learn about how it works, you want to get in on it immediately. So, what you do
3: <clears throat>
0: is you buy two kitties, one male, one female. They'll be like on the market for a certain price. And each cat has unique genetic traits that it might pass down. Each cat is worth a certain amount of Ethereum. And once you make them breed, you have a third cat. And that one could be worth, like, a ton of money, depending on the the traits that it has. So then you sell that kitty or keep, keep it and then breed more kitties. And before you know it, you have a whole collection of these kitties that's essentially a financial portfolio of cuteness. It's like Neopets, but for rich people. The one that I'm planning on getting into this week is NBA Top Shots. Think digital interactive trading cards. Like you buy a virtual pack, you open it, get a bunch of cards. Each one is a a different NBA player shooting a three or dunking or doing a really nice block set to some music. And you, you own that moment. You own that card. And it has actual worth. There's there's a marketplace that you can immediately go and sell it sell the cards on. And some of those are worth thousands of dollars. I saw one on there for like 250k. People are making bank off this thing. Some of these cards are a gold mine. Like I I would say get in on it, but then that reduces my chance of being able to get in on it. So wait a week, please so I can get in on- I'm kidding. Get in on this as soon as you can. It's in beta. Not only could you make a ton of money off this- off of like $9 packs of these cards, but it's also a lot of fun. Exciting as fuck. I'm so addicted to learning more about NFTs, digital collectibles. Like, there's this app called Quid. It's been around for a few years now. I used to spend hundreds of dollars on there when I was fucked up on Xanax and just open hundreds of packs of cards over and over again. So that was in 2017, and I'm now about four years clean, and deleted that app a long time ago because it brought me back to those dark times in my life, and I didn't think it was worth anything to me. But, turns out, my collection is so massive on there that if I sold everything, I could make a really decent amount of money. And opening the packs has been a ton of fun, they're all limited releases just like the top shots so they do have some worth to them similar to physical cards there there's a built-in marketplace you can sell your collectibles for either coins or real money of course people are more inclined to give you coins than real money so it takes longer to sell things for cash but it's your choice man what what you want to do and how you want to price things I've seen digital figures on there for like two thousand dollars like damn that's like a stimulus package (laughs) right there and some of these collectibles are actually useful if you're in iMessage you can use the stickers from your collection in your messages and if they're like very rare stickers then people will be like damn how do I get this one and you're like sorry man you can't it's a limited run I'll sell you mine, though, for, let's say, uh, $400, because you're a friend. There's lots of ways to get into this NFT stuff. I suggest getting into it if you like collecting things and also like modern shit. I started looking through my physical baseball card collection. I might have a couple in there that are worth something, some rookie cards that I've had for a while, but yeah i I'm super excited about all this. Did anyone see logan paul's nFT I was talking about this with my friends on Clubhouse. It sold for like two thousand dollars per unit or maybe that's too much like one Ethereum, which is like one thousand two hundred dollars. so still a lot of money. A lot of kids asking their parents to put some money in their in their crypto wallet but um and then give it to Logan Paul. He made five million dollars off of selling a cartoon picture of him, of himself, with some, like, Pokemon, or Pokemon cards, people ate that shit up immediately. I don't know how, like, like, I don't know. It it doesn't look very worth that amount. There's so much other, more useful, more worth it stuff online that you can get. Like, depending on where Logan's career goes in the future, Yeah, the value could increase, but that's taking a gamble on his reputation and career, which, as we know, he destroys quite often. But if he beats Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match, then I'm sure the value will go up on those things. So, hey, you never know. You never know with collectibles. Okay, but that's... That's enough talking about NFTs for one episode. If you guys like this kind of stuff, we can discuss it at length another day. Um, We got to go into some politics, unfortunately. We have a lot to talk about there. So, um, here you go. The Republicans, little Comic-Con was this past weekend. CPAC, I believe it's called. That a lot of our favorites as speakers. Ted Cruz, Mike Pompeo, Donald Trump Jr. Of course, the main event, Donald J. Trump, former President of the United States. We're going to take a look at Big Daddy Trump's speech, since, you know, we haven't really heard from the guy since he left, and his speech is going to set the tone of the Republican Party for the next four years. So, without further ado, here's the former President making his speech. I got it pulled up right here. Let me just, um...
3: And we say bye-bye!
0: No, that's not it. Um, I'm kidding. I haven't hit the soundboard at all today.
2: To so many wonderful friends, conservatives, and fellow citizens in this room, all across our country, I stand before you today to declare that the incredible journey we've begun together We went through a journey like nobody else. There's never been a journey like it. There's never been a journey so successful. We began it together four years ago, and it is far from being over.
0: Oh, my God
2: movement of proud hardworking and you know what this is the hardest working people hardworking american patriots is just getting started we will win we will win we've been doing a lot of winning as we gather this week
0: you lost you lost Then your your super fans, your Trump stands stormed the Capitol and they lost and they're all getting arrested and they all hate you now because they're realizing you don't have their back. So you lost your biggest fan base right there. The Republicans only want you back because they're fucking bitter and selfish and they just wanna they just want somebody that will continue to spread their homophobic, racist, oppressive values. While, of course, keeping all the rich white men rich. Protecting the oil. We gotta protect that oil.
2: We're in the middle of a historic struggle for America's future, America's culture, America's institutions, borders, and most cherished principles. Our security, our prosperity, and our very identity as Americans is at stake, like perhaps at no other time. So no matter how much the Washington establishment and the powerful special interests may want to silence us, let there be no doubt, we will be victorious and America will be stronger and greater than ever before.
3: Oh, good God.
2: I want to thank my great friends, Matt and Mercedes Schlapp. Matt, thank you. Thank you. Mercedes, thank you very
0: much. All right, let's let's do that thing that we do where we skip around because we're not going to watch the whole hour and a half. That would be ridiculous. Imagine if I just sit here and react to the whole hour and a half. No, I'm going to skip to 15 minutes in now, see where he's going.
2: Guatemala and El Salvador to shut down illegal immigration. Now they got a $500 million a year. When I came into office, those countries were refusing to take back illegal alien gang members, including MS-13, the most vicious, probably, of them all. No matter where you go in the world, MS-13, they do things that even the worst don't think about. So I asked, how much do we pay these countries? How much do we pay them? sir?" We pay them approximately $500 million a year. That's a lot of money. I mean, it's peanuts compared to the way other countries rip us off.
3: That's a lot of money. I said, okay,
2: we aren't going to pay them anymore because they wouldn't take back the criminals. And this was true.
0: Oh, look at me making all these deals. I'm making the best deals. So does he just ramble? He's not very high energy today. The Obama
3: administration was due
0: for many many uh, The Obama administration? Uh, you know, I just I just we're gonna I can't do it today. I'm trying to do him on Xanax. Let me let me practice this once. We're gonna blame Obama because we we're, we're so high. I don't even know where I am. So high, so very, very. My doctor gave me this new thing. It's called Quaaludes. I don't know if you heard of it. It's very good. It's so so good. We're gonna make this country Quaalude Country again. So great. Oh, so good. All right, let's skip around. Thirty-six minutes in.
2: First of all, China doesn't kick in for 10 years.
4: Russia goes by an old standard,
2: is not a clean standard. And other countries, we get hit right from the beginning, would it cost us hundreds of thousands and millions of jobs, they go back in. I could have made an unbelievable deal and come back, I didn't want to do that. Surrending millions of jobs and trillions of dollars to all of these other countries, almost all of them, that were in the deal. So. They have favorable treatment. We don't have favorable treatment. And we just said, we're we'll going back in. Go back in. They wanted us so bad that you could have negotiated. If you wanted to go
0: back It's actually, like, really boring. And he's not doing what I thought he was going to do, which would be to um, just go in on the Democrats, like, mercilessly. He's not doing his thing. Why is he not doing his thing? You, you know what I mean? Damn. I was like, Oh, like we miss him. He's back. Let's see what kind of shit he stirs up. Oh wait, wait, he looks like I'm I'm looking at him making all these hand gestures and stuff. We gotta see what that's about.
2: And like every other country
3: in the world, it might be higher in many ways. But
2: No country with
0: our I mean- aren't we like most coronavirus deaths of any country correct me if i'm wrong on that aren't we like up there we're like up there we ha- we're having a real problem with that other countries are doing pretty decent they're like getting by in the u.s we're just fucked just completely fucked Oh, but the economy, the economy is so great. The economy is great even though nobody has a job. Nobody has a job like me. Nobody has a job, period.
3: It means a strong military Mm
2: -hmm. and taking care of our vets, but a strong military, which we have totally rebuilt. We have rebuilt it. And our military has never been stronger than it is today. It was tired, it was depleted, it was obsolete, and now we have the best brand new equipment ever made. And it was all produced right here in the USA. And we take care of our vets. You know, we had a poll recently, just before leaving office. The vets had a 91% approval rating for the way we took care of them. That's the highest number in the history of the poll. On top of all of that, we have even created the Space Force, the first new branch of the United States military.
0: What What has that done, though? That's like me registering my record company as an LLC and then being like, "Yeah, I'm a CEO now." You know what I mean? Like, you can just start any like force or company or Whatever it is, like, branch of the military. And just be like, yeah, we started this. What has it done? What progress have, has been made on the Space Force? This is it just a bunch of dudes sitting around with some beers watching Star Wars? Like, oh, let's see if we could try to figure that out. Looking at the Death Star, like, we need one of those. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, how do we do that? Trump comes in, he's like, I brought nachos. Who aren't some? Okay, they're just for me. I'm just kidding.
2: The mission of the Democrat Party is to promote socialism. They want to promote socialism. I don't, Ultimately, I don't leading, think they do. To
0: I mean, no, like socialized medicine, maybe? Not even. Not even. The Democrats don't really care about people that much. Like, if we're being real, they like pretend to. Which is better than Republicans. Republicans are like, yeah, we don't care about you and we're not going to help you. Democrats are like, yeah, we want to help you, but we don't actually, like, care about you. We're going to give you, like, the bare minimum. But, like, even, not even, though. Not even. Like, you're <laughs> you you you're just going to flop around in a puddle for a little bit. That's all you get. You get a puddle. You're a fish in a puddle. <laughs> What, what was my point in that? No, they're not socialists. They're not socialists. You have people in the party that are democratic socialists, definitely. You have like Bernie, you have AOC, or like progressives, whatever you want to call them. Nobody, Nobody's a communist in the Democrat Party. Like There are definitely people in this country that believe that communism is the right way to go. And I'm not knowledgeable enough on that. I'm actually looking at Marxism now in school. We're studying that a lot for sociology. And, you know, I will say, there are some good points, but communism makes me feel icky. And that's just, like, the ignorance in me but i don't think that the democrat the democratic party believes in communism they're too greedy for that <laughs> both parties are too greedy for that communism will never happen in the united states it won't it just won't so he what he's doing is he's he's creating this threat out of thin air he's um what is the word? Manufacturing a threat, the threat of communism, when there truly is none. You yeah, like I said, you have people like AOC that are like the furthest left out of the people that are in the party. But I don't see the threat there. I like they people like her believe in some pretty rational thinking. Things, green energy, uh, human rights, healthcare for all. These aren't these aren't issues that should be so politicized. These are issues of like what people are and are not entitled to as human beings living on this earth, living in this country. It it really doesn't have to be so. Polarizing to accept that everybody deserves proper health care even if they can't afford it. No one should have to just shrivel up and die because they don't have enough money to get treatment. That's messed up. I don't know how anybody can be fine with that. I don't. So, yeah, like socialized medicine, like socialism. Like, some countries have shit like that, and it works out really well. And, and it's not a bad thing to have a little bit of socialism. It's not. The government does need to help people a little bit. They do. Like, this idea that Americans, all Americans, can just successfully make it to the top on their own if you just work hard enough is so false.
3: It's not true. The playing field
0: is not level for everyone. If you're born into a wealthy white family, then you have the upper hand. Donald Trump, for example. Dude would be fucking... What would he, he'd be the sneeze guard at a salad bar if... If he fucking if his family wasn't rich real estate magnates. You know what I mean
3: So I don't know they
0: they like to make socialism out to be like oh, it's one step away from communism we're all gonna we're all gonna have to submit to the overlords and no oh, there will be no. Jesus or whatever, however they snowball it into some sort of bullshit. <clears throat> and, and that's what you got going on here. Like I was saying, this is setting the tone for the Republican Party for the next four years. This is what they're going to be pushing the next four years. All oh, the Democrats are, they're just trying to get socialism. They're just trying to be communists and getting their whole base to be like, oh, we don't like these communists. And, you know, you've you got more unrest now.
2: And that will happen. If you look at Venezuela, you look at some of these countries, that's why some of our biggest supporters are from South America, Latin America, because they've seen what goes on with all of this cancel culture and you can't speak and let's cut them off and let's not give them words. The mission of our movement and of the Republican Party must be to create a future of good jobs, strong families, safe communities, a vibrant culture, and a great nation for all Americans, and that's what we're creating.
0: The Republican Party only cares about the people that are in the Republican Party. The Republican Party is all about oppressing people in any way they can, making it harder for people of color to vote. Uh, that's just one example. Um, they want to take away women's right to have decision, make decisions over their own bodies because that's normal. They want to, what else, what else? They want to do a lot of things. They want to get tax breaks for themselves so, so poor people have to struggle to, and, and pay t- taxes, the same taxes as like a rich person who can afford those taxes. That doesn't make sense. The Republican Party is all about screwing over people that have already been screwed over. And boosting the people that have had it easy for their whole lives, and you have such like a a difference between those two worlds, which is why you see such polarization. It's not cancel culture or whatever they want to say that it is about wokeness or it no, it's about people are sick of being repeatedly fucked over. People see through all the bullshit. See what the government's been doing. See how the system is set up for certain people to fail in multiple ways. And they're done with it. I was having this argument with a family member yesterday. They're like, you you can't cancel everyone. There's... Like, you can't cancel people just for liking Trump, just for voting for Trump. And it's like, well, if you voted for Trump, you don't believe in human rights. And a lot of, like, there's there's too many people that are in power that that, believe, that don't believe in human rights that can actually do something to restrict people's rights. And those people are dangerous. They need to be held accountable. They need to be shown why what they're doing is wrong. That's something that needs to happen. Especially if you're a person in power.
3: Alright, let's skip ahead.
2: They don't want to debate. Because we have easy victories in a debate. Very easy victories. It's called common sense. Well, other things, but it's all common, sense.
0: So- common sense would be believing in human rights. I just want to say that. Common sense would be racial sensitivity training for the police. Uh, common sense would be equitable education for everybody in the country. No, like, no unevenness. So, like, a richer school... A school in a richer area gets all these fucking resources. They get, like, an electron microscope. And then a school in the Bronx doesn't even have a gymnasium. Or a library. Like, are you fucking kidding me? How is that fair? Like, these people don't even know that places like that exist. There are so many places in this country where people are just getting fucked. People can't get by. They're on food stamps that Republicans want to take away. They don't have services in their community that would offer them things to help them get by. They don't have those resources. Well, Republicans in their rich fucking neighborhoods have everything that they need. They can put their kids into a good school system. Like I said, it has electron microscopes and fucking... What, what is something that, like, cloning carrot projects? You think kids in where I used to live, you think kids in Harlem on West 100, uh, West 145th Street know how to clone a carrot? Do you think they have that option? I'll tell you the answer to that, no. I was lucky enough where I grew up in a very fucking stuck-up snooty town where I I went to a good school. We were very well educated. And that was a privilege, but not everybody gets that. And that's ridiculous to me. And I was ignorant. I didn't realize how good I had it when I was in high school in regards to my education. I got bullied a lot, but when it comes to education and resources, I had it so good. And so many other people didn't we had it so good here that they bust kids in from tougher neighborhoods to, so they could get all the great resources we had and they need to do more shit like that but no they need to bring those resources into communities that are struggling but of course republicans don't believe in that they just like i said about like i said about democrats like leaving a, a fish out in a puddle Republicans, they'll fucking vacuum the puddle away and just leave the fish there flopping. Take the puddle and, like, purify the water for themselves and drink it in front of the dying fish. That's what Republicans do. So, all of this pisses me off so much because I've said this a few times now, it all... It all just comes down to human rights. What people are entitled to at the time of birth. From then on. Healthcare. Be treated like everyone else in society. Not be harassed and targeted by police. And have the same, like I said, have the same resources, schools, education, access. Um, quality of life that's a big one that needs to be fixed in this country dude so many people need help and aren't getting enough and then people like Trump want to take away the, the minute amount of help that they're getting what are people supposed to do do you literally want people to star? I don't get it. I don't get it.
2: They don't want it the time has come to break up big tech monopolies and restore fair competition.
0: And bring back my Twitter account. I'm, I'm being banned. I miss it. I miss it. I want to see my BTS stands. I want to see what they're saying about BTS. I, I miss it so, so much. I miss Twitter. I miss my little check mark next to my name. It's so great to have that little check mark, but they took it away. Oh, they took it away.
2: Republicans, conservatives must open up our platforms and repeal Section 230 liability protection. And if the federal government refuses to act, then every state in the union where we have the votes, which is a lot of them, big tech giants like Twitter, Google, and Facebook should be punished with major sanctions whenever they silence conservative voices
0: Um, no, yeah, I, I don't, that's not gonna happen. If we're just gonna, I I will join big tech just so, I can silence you. I will go get my get my computer de- my computer certification renewed pay the hundred fifty dollars to take the test pass it, then get another certification, then move to California, join a big tech company just so I can make sure just to get a job where the sole purpose of the job is to find different conservatives that are causing trouble in society and ban them on everything. I want that job. Because fuck you. They took away my Twitter, so we're gonna punish them all. Dude, you fucked up. You caused an insurrection, and then you tried to justify it, and and that egged the people that were insurrecting on even more. And then... So Twitter was like, yeah, we can't allow this on our platform. That's what it comes down to. It's not, we're gonna silence him. It's No, we don't want any part of this inciting of violence. They're partially responsible when he does shit like that. Because they're giving him the platform to do it. Twitter is not America. Twitter is a social network. It's not owned by the American government. It's not... It's not a government entity. They can't interfere like that. Twitter has the right to ban them if they see fit. They go by their terms of services, not the Constitution. Let's see how that holds up in court, Donald. How does he close it out?
2: Many legislatures, you know, le- many legislators told me they said they're going to lose their race. was it going to happen? And then what happened is one in particular told me from a great swing state that, you know, I thought I was going to lose my position, lose the race, and I went out with my wife the election. Like?
0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the 500,000. 000- true crime show in the world, where we explore the most jarring criminals of the 21st century and tell the stories of their misdeeds. We are the 500,000th true crime show of all time, but at the same time, nobody does it like us. Even though people say everyone does it like us, but that doesn't matter, let's jump right into the story of a criminal who terrorized the public school system with his sneaky, sociopathic ways. We turn to Ridgefield, Connecticut, to a small middle school where lunch is being served. A young Alex Mador sits with his friends, talking about band practice coming up that coming weekend. They hear an announcement over the loudspeakers that the school store is officially open for business, and the group decided to go see it for themselves. When they got there, they were greeted by precious items such as cotton balls with feet and googly eyes, a finger-sized skateboard and countless types of mechanical pencils. The boys could not believe these goods were for sale at the store. One particular item caught Alex's eye. A 25-cent eraser, shaped like a cell phone and actually folded, like an actual cell phone. Alex did not have a cell phone. Like his friends did, nor did he have any money, so he went back to the lunch table in disappointment at the extremely high price of a quarter of a dollar. That was a lot to ask of a 12-year-old boy with no job and parents who said, you don't need any of that junk at the school store. But they didn't realize. Alex was willing to do whatever it took to get that cell phone-shaped eraser. And he did. Thomas Curry was a classmate of Maidorps in those times and recalls what he can about his former peer. Alex was always really quiet, I didn't know if he was just shy or had something to hide. Now looking back, obviously, he was hiding a lot. Alex waited patiently for the following Wednesday when the school store would be open once again during lunch. He stood in the line pretending to browse as though he was going to buy something even with his pockets being completely void of any sort of currency at all. His heart was pounding. He had finally reached the purple folding cell phone eraser and stood there, pretending to play with it to see what it was like. Now that he had finally touched it and felt it with his hands, he knew he had to have it. What he did next was unspeakable, something that no one ever thought anyone would do at the school store. Robbing the 6th grade class of 25 cents that would go towards a pizza party at the end of the year, Alex hid the eraser in the wrist of his sleeves on his long-sleeved shirt and walked away, not looking back for even a second. He had done it. He had stolen the eraser and was happy for a moment. But that moment passed, and Alex craved more of the rush. He waited, again, for the following Wednesday and stole a finger skateboard and a puffball, getting away with bounty after bounty. To this day, the culprit lives at large, never being caught and tried for his crimes against the lunchroom. Alex Mador got away with it, but did not escape with his youth. He was no longer a boy. He had become a monster. Mador knew the system would be on to him, His mom didn't give him money, so how was he getting these items? He had to lay low for a year and reform, found God, and then immediately lost God after that. The school store closed down due to too many people stealing. There were now copycats of the notorious and mysterious stealer, and the school shut down the entire program to prevent losing any more 25 cents worth of Chinese mass-produced party favors to these young outlaws. It wasn't until the 8th grade, exactly two years later, that Maidor was tempted to get back into the game of thievery. His new English teacher had laid out a box full of little bags of Welch's assorted fruit snacks, Alex's favorite, but once again Alex did not have any money. The fruit snacks were 25 cents, that cursed price once again coming back to haunt him. He needed to have those fruit snacks and he knew exactly what needed to be done. There was a jar full of dollar bills from the people who paid for the fruit snacks, and Alex would need to convincingly pretend to place money in that jar without the teacher being able to see that his hand was empty and void of any money. Alex had forgotten that the sales of these fruit snacks went towards a charity of the class's choice, or maybe he just didn't care about that, and he placed an invisible dollar into the jar of money and took four bags of fruit snacks, each one worth 25 cents. His steals were beginning to get pricey. Alex went on doing this for months and months, not realizing that the money in the jar wasn't adding up based on the inventory that was missing. He was becoming careless. One day, months into his fruit snack heisting, he was called out by a fellow classmate who thought she saw him pretending to put a dollar into the jar. And when he was asked about why he put his hand so deep in the jar, which was so no one could see that he had no money, all he could think to reply with was, "Uh, I like to put my hand deep in things? The teacher did not know how to properly respond to that, and Mador got away with robbery to the fruit snack degree right in front of everyone's faces. In the following weeks, the English teacher raised the price on the fruit snacks and made it so you had to give her the money personally in order to purchase them. Alex had been stopped by the system. But one day, on a trip to Costco with his family, Alex was able to convince his parents to purchase for him a massive box of packs of Welch's fruit snacks. He was delighted. He no longer had to steal from his English teacher's fruit snack stash. He had his own product, he was swimming, fruit snacks, so he got the word out that he had bulk amounts of fruit snacks everyone loved, and he was selling them for half the price of the English teacher. And in that moment, Alex Mador went from career middle school criminal to a youthful entrepreneur who crushed his English teacher's small business with an iron fist. Tune in next week for part two of our True Crime Story on the School Store Stealer, where Alex starts selling a variety of candies out of his locker for unbeatable prices and gets the attention of the Russian mob. See you soon.
3: He said, but you were far,
2: far, far more popular than me. They do lots of polls. You were way, way ahead of me, sir. And the next day I was right. He said he won the election by a lot. And you lost the election, sir. Because you got a lower number than I did, and you were so far ahead of me. You're the person that brought everybody out to vote. And I happen to agree with that 1,000%. Never forget that conversation. He couldn't believe it. Oh, my. And I've God. heard it for more than <clears> one. <throat> and in November, 18 of 19 bellwether counties, you heard about the bellwether counties? Oh, no. 18 of 19 bellwether counties that have correctly predicted every presidential elect- election for decades, many decades, voted for Trump, not for Biden. Uh,
0: oh, so that mean that that must mean it was a fraud. That must mean it was a fraud because there, there can't be any upsets ever in an American election. <laughs> Dude, it's not the same every time. That's like that's like somebody basing if the fucking groundhog sees a shadow on like w- like in re- on relating that to like, whether or not we're gonna have six more weeks of winter. It doesn't matter. All that I know about that is De Blasio dropped and killed a groundhog once. So fuck that guy. Anyways, but the, it's the same thing. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, yeah, they've, they've, they were right this many times on, on voting for the person who wins. But this time they weren't. Cause everywhere else voted for Biden. What the hell? What's up with that? Oh, maybe people voted for Biden because they wanted Biden. And they didn't want you, dude. Not everybody loves you. Like when I first started this podcast, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get all my friends to listen to it. Like they'll they'll all love to listen to this. They, of course, they want to hear me talk for two hours about random shit. No, they don't. They don't. I was wrong, and and I didn't go, oh, they're, they're Spotify is budging my numbers. They're 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 making it so I don't see my friends." view viewing they don't they don't count my friends listening to my podcast and my analytics or whatever. Like I didn't start saying that. No, my I accepted my friends don't care that much about my podcast. I need to find a new audience that isn't people I know and I have to put myself out there. I accepted the reality and I moved on. This dude can't do that. I'm not even gonna give him any more time. Because it's just giving him a, a channel to spout more election fraud garbage. And we can't, we can't have that happen. We can't have that happen on this show. There's a big golden statue of Trump at CPAC. I don't, I don't know who brought it, but no one seemed to oppose its presence. So that's definitely not concerning or anything, that they're worshipping him as some golden god or... Some sort of elderly fascist rock star. The dude is really going for it. He wants to run again in 2024, and I really hope we don't let him win. And that depends on how the next four years go, how well the Biden administration performs, and if they fail, then the Trump people will be like, Oh, see? We were right about Biden. We need Trump back. And then we're screwed and going right back to where we were before Biden was inaugurated. And of course, after Trump, there will be Trump Jr., Ivanka, and whoever else from that inbred family uh, deci- that decides to run for office. Uh, so it's pretty obvious that we aren't done with Trump. I mean, the Republicans are all backing him. But speaking of presidential shit, your boy has a connection to the president now. Well,. My cat Susie does. I woke up this morning to a follow on my Instagram account from the president's dog's official account. And they're reposting Susie in their bandana on their page, which is really cool. But also, where's my $1,400, Joseph Robinette? Look, I even lowered my demands and expectations from $2,000 to 1400 That's helpful, right? I, I don't know, man. Like, I could really use that stimulus check right now. Thank you for the shout out and the follow on Instagram. I appreciate that. I'm sure my cat does too. But hey man, where's the stimulus money? That's enough politics for now. I guess I'm just really fired up about uh, from SeepaAC. From you know, Republican comic-con, and because I have political sociology class later tonight. Dude, last time we had this class, the one dude in the whole class who supports Trump was getting lit up. By everyone. The professor just just had to, had to get everyone to calm down. And I'm just sitting there with my camera and mic off, drinking a beer and laughing my ass off between bites of egg salad. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was very entertaining for me. See, personally, I like the online classes. I feel like this is the way school should be for the rest of time, with or without a virus. Like, why do we have to fucking go to school physically when we have the technology to stay in the comfort of our own homes while also learning i know a lot of people have trouble adjusting but there there are ways to help resolve those issues by developing solutions within apps like zoom that would make online classes more engaging the resources we have for that are decent but they aren't where they need to be for school to be able to fully function online but seriously what i hate most about going to college or going to school anywhere in general, is the commute to and from school. I mean, when I had a car and lived in a small town, it was fun because of how much I enjoy driving. But here in the city, you have to take the subway, which as any New Yorker knows is a moving metal Petri dish full of neurotic people packed together way too close. Like, the subway makes me feel so angry. Something always happens on there that makes me me want to punch someone. Like, one time, I had just been sitting in this seat in the corner for half an hour, tired, sore, on my way to school from, for the morning, and this kid and his mom get on the train. I'm sitting in the corner, and this fucking kid, I don't know this fucking kid, sits down next to me. So the ride goes on, and the mom is just standing there glaring at me for a while because she's expecting me to be a fucking gentleman and get up and give her my seat. And in my mind, like... She can grab her kid and fucking move to one of the other open seats. And I'm just trying to listen to my music and relax. And all of a sudden, I'm getting tapped and poked on the shoulder. Excuse me, can you move? That way, I can sit with my son. There's other seats on the train. And I'm like, why? And she goes, because that's my son, and I want to sit with him. And I'm just sitting there, staring at her blankly. She keeps, like, prodding me and, like, demanding I give up my seat. And now, like... You know, I deal with being pushed around and told what to do en- enough times by white bitches in my life. Like, why do I have to move for your convenience? Your kid chose to sit next to me. I've been sitting here for a while. Why does your comfort and convenience matter over mine? So I'm fucking boiling and she's not letting up. So I jolt up in her face and go, fine, have the seat, you stupid bitch. Right in front of her kid and she tries to say, I just wanted to, And I go, no, fuck off. Entitled white bitches have been a thorn in my side for way too long. I call them the colonizer's wife because they take the path their husbands paved for them so they can tell minorities what to do without having done any of the heavy lifting of doing the colonizing. Dude, I hate the subway. It's the worst part of New York aside from Mayor de Blasio. I've been thinking a lot about my past and any stories I might be able to tell from my reckless past and the issue with that is a lot of those memories are really blurry so it takes a lot of piecing together to get these stories in order also I don't know about the legality of certain things but here's one for you <clears throat> stories and stupidity we're back with another installment of stories and stupidity stories where I say stupid where, where I do stupid things thank you thank you hell yeah. Okay, so Oh, oh, still going? Oh, okay. Okay. So, when I was in college at my old school so this was five years ago I was like 19 and I was strapped for cash since I didn't have a job and no one in the area wanted to hire a broke-ass college student and I needed money mostly for weed and to Satisfy my Xanax addiction. And how do college students make money? No, not selling their bodies or starting an OnlyFans. I'm a dude and no one wants to see that shit. Also, OnlyFans wasn't a thing until a couple years ago. So I thought I could get away with making some money off selling weed. I've seen a lot of rich white dudes do it on campus and get away with it. And I had a lot of connections and friends and thought I could move product. So I text my friend. I'm like, Hey man, where could where, where I get an ounce from? And he's not sure because his guy is waiting for his guy who's waiting for his guy. So we're a few guys behind here and don't know um, when there's going to be bulk amounts of weed again. So I'm desperate and impatient at this point because instead of just waiting for the regular dealer like a normal fucking person would, I need to get weed that day right then and start selling it right away. Because I have zero patience when it comes to things that I have my mind set on. It's my OCD at work. So I text this sketchy dealer who believes in all these crazy conspiracy theories. And keeps getting arrested and has a bad rep. Because that's the only dude I know who could have weed in that moment. He picks up and tells me he'll talk to his plug. And I'm waiting for a while until he finally tells me to come meet him on a certain street. Now, (coughs) We're in Schenectady, New York, and if you know anything about Schenectady, you'll know it's one of the worst cities in the whole country for a lot of reasons. Corrupt cops, crime, murders, gang violence, drugs, and I'm supposed to meet this dude at one of the streets where people often get killed and robbed. It's like notorious for that. So I bring a friend because I'm a little bitch and I don't want to get killed alone, And we meet with the dude, and he's like, okay, give me the money, so I do, and he heads off and says he'll be right back. So we're waiting there, 10 minutes go by, 20 minutes, 40, an hour, an hour and a half, just waiting in this scary-ass area of the city, looking out of place, dressed way too nice, watching these dudes play basketball, and they're wondering, what the fuck we're doing there? And I'm like, sorry guys, we're just waiting for weed. And they're like, oh, okay, and keep playing, eventually... After a while, my friend is like, all right, man, I'm probably gonna head back home. (laughs) And I'm like, shit, man, I don't know what to do. And he's like, yeah, I don't know either. Well, see ya. And gets the fuck out of there. So I'm alone, waiting for this ounce of weed, looking completely out of place and feeling like a fool. I keep calling the dealer and he's not picking up, so I'm about to just give up and head home when he finally shows up and is like, okay, man, here it is. And I take like five... And and he's like, I had to take like five grams out of it because you didn't have enough for the whole O. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, man? You said it was two forty. I gave you two forty. And he goes, nah, man, it's two seventy. My bad. And I I went home with my less than an ounce of weed and smoked some of it, and then tried to sell the rest. And I will say this, it worked out. I was able to recover, um, from my losses, even though I got scammed. And eventually, I got a better more consistent supplier, but that hustle did not last long. That type of job isn't for me, it's too much customer service. People can be real Karens about their weed sometimes, but dude, I felt like such an idiot standing there just silently watching these guys play basketball while I'm wearing my button-down shirt and khakis with boat shoes in the middle of the worst part of Schenectady. One of the moments in my life where I felt stupid is really like I could have just waited to buy weed until the next day and nothing would have been different. I would have been in less danger and things would have been much better. Actually, I'm an idiot or I was an idiot back then. I still do some idiotic things today, but is my phone ringing? Sorry, but you know, like it, it not, not like that. That was dumb. That was dangerous. And No, I don't sell drugs anymore, I'm sorry. I don't know anyone who can get you any. I'm a full-on dispensary boy now. Now, I only go to dispensaries, you know. But I just found out about this Delta-8 THC derived from hemp, which makes that type of THC completely legal everywhere. You can order it online and get it delivered. It's still psychoactive. It's an interesting loophole that somehow works. I'm probably going to try it out because why not? It's legal. If you haven't noticed yet, I'm a huge enthusiast of cannabis. I've been now for a long time, like since I was 15. It's such a great thing. I just love it so much. But anyways, I mentioned Karens before. I think it's about that time in the episode where we look at a popular American subculture that is destroying our society as we know it, the Karens, and see what they've been up to this past weekend. This is another installment of Keeping Up With The Karens. right. I got it right here. Welcome back to Endless Upload. Employment.
1: Pardon me. Say, <laughs> like, get in the car, Karen. Karen, get in the car. <laughs> I said I will lose my unemployment, Karen. <clears throat> well, I don't know who Karen is, but you don't be begging people for money out in the parking <laughs> oh, <my> lot. <laughs> if you could yes. drive a damn vehicle like that, you can work.
3: Uh-huh. I'll take my
1: unemployment. Well, I don't care, i had enough of people begging me for every penny coming and a going. If you can drive a vehicle like that, you can have a job. What? What is oh, that? Mine is my president. Yeah, who's using? The, lovely, lovely. You have anything else you want to say? No, I don't. Put your mask on. My mask is on, you dumbass. Do you want me to exercise for you, too? Yeah, go ahead. No, I... Exercise your right to get on over there. Yeah, this is Go on right. over there, bitch. You're behind my car.
0: She's one of those high-energy, smug, fiery personality Karens that gets up in your face and, like, has this glazed-over Joker smile. You know the ones I'm talking about.
3: You're not driving. Come on.
1: Come on, get in the car. Pardon me. Pardon me. I've been vaccinated. I've been... No, we're not. She's harassing us. No, I'm not. They harassed harassing me. Us. Good, prove it. She won't, she won't let us get in our car. Kamala Harris is a man. <laughs> what? Kamala, Kamala Harris is a man. Okay.
0: What? What? Dude, you're crazy. You're crazy. What? What the f- what is wrong with these people? Like, are they prescribing crack to moms? That sounds like a news like a news tagline. Are they prescribing crack to moms? We'll find out after these messages. Okay, hey, that's fine. Yeah. That's
3: fine, are you gonna drive?
1: Are you a BLM or an Antifa? You burned down buildings and killed children. Oh my god. <laughs> I uh, can't wait till this gets on Facebook. I can't wait for yes, it Yes, You will be ID'd. You what will be you ID'd dox me. Dox, dox, me. me. Dox, me. To get away dox me Tell her to get away from me. 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 I'll tell the cops. away. I dare you. I don't hold a phone. I fucking dare you. We are this there. is so funny. I'm gonna video you. 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 You're that's hilarious! Look yeah. at you with the oh, lice on. Look at Lysol. you! That is funny. They're gonna put lice uh, on you. Oh, there's two of them. Why do you keep calling me? It's honestly so uh, creepy, and
2: I'm gonna call the
3: cops. Okay? Man, no, 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 no. Because you guys aren't leaving me alone, and that's why women yeah, don't wait. go out in the world by themselves. <laughs> guys, like you, <laughs> 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 okay? Stop you, me. you have, Are like, you I, don't, I don't know if you have like a like gas. Pro- you have a thing hanging out of your car. There's a. Literally a gas hose hanging out of your car. No one's being creeped. Oh. No thank you, I guess. Uh, there's a thank you. That's, oh, she's huh. what? taking it with uh, her? <laughs> uh, thank you to know. get all of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she took the whole oh, gas hose <laughs> with her and didn't realize it. And they were trying to tell her. And she was like, you're following me. And this is why women can't do anything. And and they're like, "No, dude, you got a gas hose hanging out of your car." We've been trying to tell you that. And she's like, "Oh. Oh, thank you. Okay, bye."
4: Did you even close the
0: gas?
3: Yeah. Calm down.
1: Calm down. What is it? Yeah. Don't touch it. Hey, yo, sit down. Yo. Put it down. Hey, put it down right now. Put it. Oh shit. Ah! Put it down. Don't
3: touch anything. Yo! Yo!
1: What Don't the- touch it. Put it down. Hey, yo. There you go just
4: going out the window. Go
1: get
4: <laughs> off! because what he didn't fuck? pull
1: it off for five seconds. Your shit isn't even on
0: right. Oh, people getting kicked off flights—that's always good.
1: It is name. illegal. Fuck you. I don't have to tell you my name. You came up to my door, touching is- stuff on my door, and you won't give me... He's got
0: a USA hat on.
1: Your name.
2: Fuck you. You're from out of state. The cop can't... You're camping. What makes illegally. you think
1: I'm out of state? What state are you from? I'm from Alaska. You're in away a hat that says USA on my doorstep come and treat me like that? Fuck you. Walk away, sir. Fuck you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Walk I'm the filing fuck a away a from me. Complaint against you. You, you file that complaint because then a nation I will away. of your law. name. We are a nation of you law. You are not above the law. How am I? You know, walk away, sir. Walk away. I Go don't ahead, don't goodbye. 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 Goodbye to you. Have you. a good day. JESUS LOVES
3: YOU IN HIS NAME! GOD BLESS AMERICA!
4: It is for you to wait until I'm done speaking, and then you speak. It's common courtesy. Okay, that's my bad. It's common courtesy. Now, I asked you for a bean vanilla culotta, and you told me that
0: you- A bean vanilla
4: culotta.
0: You mean a vanilla bean culotta? I mean that's not that that big of a mis- mistake. People do that all the time i just I just thought it was funny.
4: then service them here, and I can show you a thousand receipts that I get those all the time. okay? Now all of a sudden, the machine is down, so I'm gonna-
0: yeah, the machine breaks sometimes. It's not that big of a deal. Why um why do they uh why do people have to freak out like that? I don't get it. Like, it's Dunkin' Donuts. And you're gonna throw a whole tantrum while people are waiting in line because the, the, the vanilla bean culata machine is broken? Come on. Chill. I need the corporate number. I don't want to
4: have to oh, talk no, to you anymore. Not the, okay. not I the corporate, the corporate number. number. And your name and your badge number. Because I will be that's calling in. That's fine. I don't actually have the that's number. give me the corporate number. I don't want to hear anything. You got the corporate number? What? You got the corporate number? You know the corporate number. So I don't have the corporate number. We don't hold it in store. Okay. Yeah. Trust me, I will find that. That's fine. Take care, Pamela. Broke. Oh,
2: Can I have two uh, two McChickens? Uh. Buffalo sauce. Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo I
1: need sauce. More. Besides oh, my rights to counsel And being that you don't even know where I live And you have to ask me I
4: ain't talking to you either You just spent four years persecuting A three star general with no evidence think you know, I'm gonna fucking let you come talk to me? I'm an American
1: I know my fucking rights My first amendment rights to free speech, My second amendment rights to carry
2: a gun
0: Wait we can't play that music <laughs> I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get Um, What is it? Copyright Claimed for that. Damn it!
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a stop and shop. What like Does that look like the city to you? Does it look like the city to you? Get off my property, and I will. I'm not going to get up until you get away from me. No. I am stop not getting to until you. I'm backing you up. Get doctor. up and get off my property. It's not your property. There's
2: a stop yes. sign here. You smile. You're on camera. You are
1: such a cunt. This smile. You're on filming. camera. Smile
2: please. smile, please. Smile, please. Good job. Uh huh. Twitter's gonna love you.
1: Uh-huh. Please take a picture. Yeah, I, I got a video. I got a video. I might need you the
2: doctor. I got a video. I got a video of this Karen.
1: Good. I'm an armed homeowner. Get off my property. This is not your property. There's a stop you are sign such here. A fucking idiot. Get out of here. Get out of here,
2: stupid! Oh my God! Are you okay, ma'am? She's white
1: with brown hair, up on the ponytail. I just took a picture.
2: Yeah, I've got, Wait, I've got a video. I'll send now. it to you, Kitty. Oh I've got goodness. a video. I'll send
1: it to you. Okay.
2: Thank you. Are you okay?
1: <laughs> are you a queer? What are you locking up your asshole? What? Cause you look like you locking up your asshole. What, ass you mean? Ass. what yeah.
0: the fuck is wrong with these people? What the fuck? The homophobia. The the hatred? The I'm an armed homeowner. Jeez, like she's just what, what what happened here? What is this about? them they're wearing masks and she's mad? Is this what this is about?
1: There oh ain't no of these fucking figures that sit aside to do a shit about it. Are you okay? You're not okay. Are they to sit there and this boy woke here with no fucking money? You're not a good goddamn. We well, then, goddamn, back the fuck up, bitch. Are you gonna go drive, drive your car right now? You want to talk? You want to do something? About I don't know. It? Maybe we should get the you car. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get, let's on. On. It. Let's get
3: on. Let's do it. It. Get get it. it. Get it.
1: Get it. let she, well, she should, honestly. You're gonna go hurt somebody if you drive your car. Come on, let's do it. You should do it. Let's do it. I'll do it for you. Whatever you do want. It. Go get. ahead. You should do it. What the fuck are you? Are you, are you even dressed? What? <laughs> what? How much more can I wear? Is she on no, crack? I look like I went to another farm. Oh god. What's your name, asshole? What's your name? What's your name, asshole?
0: Disrespect this country with what?
1: You. What's your name, asshole? Where do you work? Where'd you, yeah. where'd you come from? Get a job! Where'd you come from? Fucking terrorists. Fuck
0: you. These are the great American Patriots, right? Uh hey, terrorists, now get a fucking job. You guys seem really, really cool. You guys seem so cool. I bet I bet so many women want to have long term relation intimate relationships with you because you provide so much emotional support with your get out of this country. <sighs> Totally. Totally, sir. I understand.
2: Yeah? Yeah?
1: What are you gonna do? You gonna hit me? Yeah? You gonna hit me? You gonna hit one of us? Big man. Yeah. Fucking brave. Real fucking brave. You're a fucking coward. We're allowed to protest here. Get the fuck away from us. What's your name, asshole? My racist. problem is, he's fucking racist. She's he doesn't belong disrespected here. and disgraced you even come the American from? flag, but which is where? against the oh, fucking where? law.
3: Wait minute, it's man. against you're the a law. It's disrespect.
0: They're out of towners that are just coming to attack protesters. Oh, move it! Okay. Let's get go. Out. No.
3: Yes! That's not how it works. Hey, you asshole! That's
1: how I was waiting it's there not. for this spot! How fuck it doesn't work then? Get out!
4: I, I was I No, you weren't! I was it. in line! Lady. you see any
1: spots? Get hey, the fuck out!
4: No, stop. Like, no! You are
1: being rude! Get the fuck out!
3: Move it! Go for it! Go for it! Let's just go on our hike. Why are you freaking
4: asshole? Don't kick
1: my car! Hey, where's your license plate? Got that on video, you dumb bitch. Hey, well, you're a dumb bitch. They said they were going to call the police, so if you want to explain that
0: to them... She is over a parking spot. She's going to kick their car and now threaten to sue them? I don't think you have a case, ma'am. I think they have a case.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, again, as the captain has stated we are declining this aircraft. We're going to start from the back to the front... Again, the car. Why they calling the police?
2: I Why they have 32 to 28, you're welcome to be waiting. And yes, you do have to take your luggage. I'm so sorry
1: about that. I'm not speaking. i
0: What's happening? I wish I could explain.
2: What happened, man? what they do to you? what What'd they do? what they do? No, my, my grandfather is uh, a heart operation. The mask is very, very difficult for him. Take it for one minute.
4: Let him go. What's the guy in the
0: screen? The air. The dude took off the, his mask. So they have to deplane the whole they have to deplane the whole plane? Everyone has to get out now. Because someone had to take off his mask. Rob, yeah.
3: you can have anyone else take on No please. Yeah. Shame on.
0: Yeah, I think um, that has been a big issue with um, Hasidic Jews, like not following COVID restrictions. I'm not going to say anything more than that. I think de Blasio has gone after them enough. But religious people in general don't seem to follow COVID restrictions. And, you know, this is one of those times where hardcore religious people are putting others in harm's way. And I just don't believe in religion. I don't. I think it's not good. I think we need to stop. I think we need to focus on ourselves and on our lives here and making that better and fixing our earth for the generations to come. I think we have other things we need to focus on. Because obviously we got issues and religion isn't solving them and has not solved them for many millennia.
1: What did he do, Walter?
4: What did he do exactly? Hello. He exactly. He exactly. He yeah. right? I
3: just feel
1: like this is escalated, and I feel like people calling the police. It's, it's, it's I just think it wouldn't I'm happen sorry. if it wasn't an older, a, a, a an older Jew. looking Jew. I, I'm, That's, I'm not, I'm whatever not, it is. Yeah, so I don't I'm care. Jewish, I'm not disagreeing. I I'm I'm like, just like <laughs> I think it actually scares me more than everything. It was blown out of <laughs> proportion. <laughs> he was not like not when he was asked he didn't take
4: you know you i i I left new york thank god recently because like in new york you could take a knife out on someone and you're not even going to sit in jail and someone
3: takes off a mask an older man and it's like it's just i I think the problem i have
2: is that since there's all for see them. Yeah, they can't let one off. They're, they're you know what I'm they saying? They have to get so it looks so strange, right? You got
4: so you take everyone off, and then it, it looks even more like
2: it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> now here comes the case. He says
3: you're
1: we go. This is wild. But I mean,
4: like, I do they
1: understand? Put that out? Like, do they understand that the
3: I said to them multiple times, the police are being called. Like, I don't, I feel like they didn't say that. I don't think they understood. Yeah. You can
0: give me a mask,
3: but. Yeah. Go okay. take my picture. That is invasion of my privacy.
0: Wear a, a mask. That is an invasion of my privacy. Wear a mask. Let me take your picture, okay? Oh, I love because when they do really, this. Oh, gonna... I'll take your picture. I'll take your picture. Oh. Like, then you just look dumb cuz they're wearing a mask they're doing everything right you're just videotaping somebody following the rules what are you going to use that in stock footage of people wearing masks following the rules what i don't i don't get it i don't get it let's see where this goes damn i'm like so hungry
3: that's not good but,
0: um, yeah, anyways.
3: I'm not talking to
1: you. I wasn't bothering you. Yeah, you're making other people i by not wearing a mask. It spreads germs. Uh, well, you know what? I'm not near you, okay? So, just so you know,
3: you're, t- you're, you're not a death invasion of my privacy. I'm sorry. Um, uh,
1: I'm not even around you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Please, would you mind Can you tell her please or call the police, please? Because this is a total invasion of my privacy. Put on the thank mask.
3: You,
0: thank you. Wow, she's taking a while. I'm actually gonna go and
1: uh complain about you. Sure, You're
0: then. gonna go spread the virus even more. Please
1: stop recording me. No, that is not. No, it's a building. Is, no, that is invasion of my privacy.
0: Put on a mask. She can't find anyone to report it to. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. You're breaking a law. I'm actually gonna go and uh, complain
3: about you. Rather, sure. Go ahead. I'm
1: gonna just, you know,
4: you know, appreciate both your points of view.
1: I have an actual, if I have some sort of respiratory... Because you wouldn't be in a public building. Oh, yes, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it is a public area. However, right, if I was to be, if I was, if I was actually interacting with people, there's a difference between interacting with people and actually minding my own business. Yeah, you're minding your own okay. business. No. You're You know what? You need there's to be quite about talk but you, need to need, you need to see the law. Okay. 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 So, okay. You know We're what? Sure. you need, need to,
0: Just... you need to look at the science, ma'am. You need to look at the science. You look like you can afford the internet. That looks like an expensive Canada goose jacket. So go on the internet. Search the actual facts. Wear a fucking mask. There's no medical condition that prevents you from wearing a cloth- A thin cloth. Paper cloth. Over your face. Nothing.
4: You know- you know, I appreciate both your points of view, oh. uh, but you know, if we're gonna keep on doing this. I'm gonna ask everybody to take it outside.
1: Oh yeah, I'm just gonna use the ATM and get out of here. Well, yeah, but for her to do, that is not, no, 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 no. You need to call the police because, just because she's recording me, that's invasion of my privacy.
0: No, this is going on the internet. Bitch.
1: <laughs> I did not even go near you. Do you understand? Do you understand?
4: It doesn't so, matter. Uh, if I mean, if you decide to call oh the police, God. I'll let you call the police as well for that. Uh, so in the meantime, you know, bank Mac machines are available. You can go ahead and use that. Yeah, so. sure. Okay.
1: Yeah. I would appreciate it if you yes, stop recording. Try, yeah. I really yeah, would. You can leave, dude. Okay. No one's stopping you from leaving. And and what are you gonna do? You're gonna upload. What are you gonna yeah, do with it? It's going to Reddit. Oh, sure. Okay. You know what? That's 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 great. Okay.
3: <laughs> For fun, I went to your profile and noticed. You have dark skin.
0: That's the vegan teacher?
3: Maybe you call yourself black. You know what I did when George Floyd died? I bawled my eyes out. I cried like crazy. Do hmm? you know how many Black Lives Matter protests I've been to? Do you know how your ancestors were treated? enslaved, raped, and murdered? What? Do you not know what they do to the animals right now in the industry? It would be great And if you're not saving the animals and if you don't give a shit about anyone but yourself. You at least don't make it worse for people like me. Trying.
0: Thanks for tuning in right. What? Oh, that's the lady that got kicked off the of TikTok. I don't know much about her, but she's a very, very, um, controversial figure in, uh, in the TikTok world, that vegan teacher. We can do an episode on her at some point, I wanna know, uh, I gotta know more, yeah, I gotta know more. Anyways, where are we at right now? Okay, yeah, we gotta close this out in a second, but first... We gotta do a relationship advice. We gotta give somebody some help here. Oh, you know what? This is an interesting one. I wanna see where this one goes. So, I'm not a social media person, so I really don't see the point of my boyfriend liking photos of other girls other than he wants them to know he finds them attractive and that he's looking at them and is interested. I don't mean photos of girlfriends, obviously, but just girls from our hometown that he doesn't really know, but has seen occasionally when out on the town. And since I'm not on social media, it really is just another world for me. I had Twitter and I know that I used to put likes on my friends' photos. Other than that, I really didn't see the point of liking someone's photos if I didn't know them. Of course, Twitter is different. It's mostly people writing their thoughts. It's different from Instagram, which is just photos. On Twitter, you could agree with what some stranger says and create this familiarity with someone you follow and therefore feel more close to them and want to like everything they post. But on Instagram, it's literally just about looks and attractiveness. My boyfriend ain't liking photos of beautiful landscapes with inspiring quotes that show that show your great personality, that's for sure. He's not liking girls in bikinis or anything scandalous like that either, but there's still photos of cute girls he doesn't know. The small town we live in, what purpose could he have besides wanting the girls to know he looked at their photos and found them attractive? For me, it's about taking a step in the wrong direction. You're opening the ways of communication or keeping your options open in a way. I mean, I know he's only a guy and of course he finds other girls attractive. That doesn't matter. And he could browse through Instagram and find girls in his feed attractive. But it's another thing than to put a like on it. You're letting the girl know you're interested, in my eyes. Well, I mean, also, when you like something, you're showing the algorithm what you want to see more of. (laughs) You know? So he wants to see more cute girls, and the more cute girls he likes, the more of them he's going to see. I don't think it's about opening up the door to possibilities. I don't think that's even in his head. That's just my perspective as a guy. Like, when I like somebody's picture, it's as a way to support them because I know they're putting that out there for the sole purpose of getting likes. And if I appreciate what they posted in one way or another, then I'll. I'll it's very easy to give out a like. And it's fun. You just go down the, the fucking feed and double tap, double tap, double tap over and over again. And, you know, it's whatever. It's really whatever. As long as he's not like, Reaching out in the DMs and being like, "What's up? You looking good?" and all this stuff. Like, if all he's doing is liking a photo, then I don't really like. I get that you don't really see the point in it, but if you really think about the algorithm, and and I know I sound like a ridiculous, like a dude standing up for a dude right now. The oh, if, if you think about the algorithm, no, but really, it comes down to you like stuff on Instagram because you like that picture. And you want to see more things like that. Or you're showing support to somebody because you know that they, want, they would appreciate a like. And then you might get a like back. So I don't think it's all about, like... I don't, I don't think it's about opening up the options. Like, I connect with a lot of people on Instagram or through Clubhouse. And that doesn't mean that, like, if I like their picture... That I'm just automatically gonna just, like, be trying to get with them. Or they're gonna, like, be trying to get with me. No, it's just, you respect somebody. You're like, okay, this is a good picture. Like, and then they're like, oh, I see this person like my stuff. Let me see their stuff. And they look, and then they're like, oh, this is cool. And it's connecting with other creators. I don't know if he's a creator. For me, I'm using it for, to get all this stuff out here, but. Top comment. What is the top comment here? Have you ever mentioned this to him or asked him why he does it? No one's going to know why he personally does something except for him. We can all tell you our thoughts, but that won't help you determine why your boyfriend does what he does. It seems you're getting upset over assumptions, which doesn't do anyone any good. Just ask him. Yeah, that's a good answer. You gotta, you gotta just communicate, like, hey, why do you do that? <laughs> like, wh- what, do you think all these, you think these girls are gonna, like, like, give you a chance? <laughs> I don't know, like, rib him about it a little bit. Give him some shit, like, what, oh, are you simping a little bit? What, are you a simp? That's what I would do, personally. Like, oh, what, you think they're gonna, they're gonna notice you now? Like you know, just like be a little bit fucking teasish about it and and at the same time, you're communicating that you're aware of what's going on and you don't know why they're doing it, but you're not doing it in like a an angry confrontational way, you're doing it in a funny way i mean that's that's my approach um I don't know really like. I've definitely been in situations where, like, I've liked a photo, and a certain somebody has been like, why did you like that? And I'm like, um, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know.
3: Anyways, (laughs) anyways,
0: I gotta go. I got I'm am I'm I'm going to head out. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening to this show, guys. I I really do appreciate it as always I do. Um and we'll be back on Wednesday or Thursday depending on when I put it up. We're scheduled for Thursday, but I tr- I try to do them earlier like a day early these days just so that it's like there and ready on all platforms by Thursday. Anyways, this has been the Short News Podcast. If you want to connect with me, I'm on Twitter at Alex underscore M-A-D-O-R-E and Alex M-A-D-O-R-E, Alex Mador, on Instagram. So, I'll see you there. I'll see you Thursday. I love you guys very much. This has been the Short News. Have a wonderful day. Have a great beginning of your week. Stay gold. Stay safe, and I'll see you on the flippity-flip, America.
4: It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime. Now with our friends at On Location, true 50-yard line seats, only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs! On Location. Yes. You want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen. To pre-game parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef. The official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit OnLocationExp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl On Location. That's right. Search Super Bowl On Location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.